organic. What up? It's Randy, and this is Lessons Learned. Now I know what you're thinking. What is this intro? Well, guess what? It's season two. We're doing new shit. Number one, we're doing new intros. Number two, we're starting video. We already tried it. We fucked it up the first time. So we're working on it. Speaking of, though, we have a new YouTube channel started. We already got some content out there for you guys, so go check that out. Like, subscribe. Hit that bell notification or whatever shit the YouTubers all say. And then, uh, yeah, let's get into this. So we're here to bring you the bug facts and make our experiences your wisdom. And today I'm here with Chris, Jared, Joe, and Talon, the whole crew. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about relationships and kind of how we view a healthy relationship and what you have to do. I'm going to hit you with a bug fact right now. The divorce rate in the United States actually just hit a 50-year low at 14.9%. I still think that's a little high. I think we can do better. So let's talk today. Let's get that number down. Chris, what do you think? That's a crazy statistic there, Peter Dinklage. (laughs) That's crazy. I thought it was higher than that. Um, Maybe it was. Maybe this COVID's got everyone... You know, trying to work on the relationship, yeah. partly because they can't get to the courthouse to that's, get divorced. Who knows? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> hey, oh. So you think it would be the opposite. Yeah, right. Too many people stuck home. Uh, no, that's that's good, though. That's good. Let's get the divorce rate down. But Talon mentioned, uh, mentioned a good point before we started recording is maybe it's because people are waiting to get married more and more these days. And maybe if they're getting older and, you know, maybe, just maybe, people are getting smart about who they decide to marry. Just maybe. Just maybe. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Let's think about it, though, right? I feel like the new age to get married, have kids, is definitely raised. It's harder to start younger like our parents did. Hashtag boomers, right? But, you know, (laughs) it's a different different generation we're in. So maybe that's got something to do with it. Maybe we're learning from our parents' mistakes. Yeah. People also stay with their parents longer. They view things such as like traveling a little bit higher than like raising a family than they used to so people I feel just have personally attacked yeah. <laughs> maybe they're experiencing life a little bit more before they decide to settle down yes there we go so that's what we're gonna be talking about today we're gonna talk about our relationships what it takes to be successful so we do drop that rate even more because you know we have that power here for the all hundred of you that listen to this episode <laughs> i'm just kidding let's make it thousands Ooh, yeah yes tell your um, friends <laughs> subscribe so we're going to talk about some experiences we've had, you know, how we think we've been successful in our relationships before we fuck them up because we all have except Talon over here. But and maybe he'll Round give a little insight onto how he keeps his marriage happy and healthy. Tell us a secret, man. Yeah, what's the secret, dude? <laughs> Help us. Uh, too much pressure. So with that, you know, I'm going to hand it over to Jared because, you know, he's sort of the good guy, sort of. Sort of nurtures his relationships a little bit more, thinks about them, you know, reflects on them a lot more than the rest of us. Not saying we don't, but I feel like he really analyzes his own thoughts and his actions and what could have been better. So why don't you take it off? What's some good stuff you've done in your relationships? Yeah, man. um, Well, more recently, it's actually too recent of a discovery for me. Um, But before I get to that, I want to explain um, just kind of like where I feel like I'm being called in my life. And I'll tie it in, I promise. But 
lately, especially around when we started this podcast, I feel like I was being called to build men up, build other men. Um, that was something that I was praying about a lot. And, you know, whatever you decide to do in life and whatever you do for those around you, your significant other might not need that. Whatever you have to give to other people, they might not need that. So one of the things that I discovered is the women in your life, and not just your significant other, but the women in your life really just need to be um, appreciated. You know, they're like flowers. Once you water them, they'll blossom. That's cute. That's <laughs> Maybe this is why you have a girlfriend and I don't. Yeah, right? Yeah, well, I mean, no, you'll get there, man. It's It just takes time. <laughs> but, you know, women have this innate ability to shine once you just shower them with that appreciation you know you're trying to get all the girls right now because it's probably working you're getting me right now and i'm not even a girl <laughs> damn <laughs> he said i'm gonna shine Ooh. we already know you have a um, bromance <laughs> yeah i mean well They're basically like, engaged <laughs> <laughs> that's why chris Jeez. wants me to make him that ring um yeah i'm just <laughs> practicing it on you buddy well it's um, working yeah i mean women just they respond and level up like that's how they level up in their lives it's just when we praise and appreciate what they already have you know they don't need anything more from us than that and yeah i I, that's just one of my recent discoveries and yeah what do you guys think you think that kind of ties into the i'm like not being like trying to be funny or anything but the strong independent women (laughs) phrase that they all not they all say but like a lot of women are going for right is they want to be strong and independent so us trying to, you know, work our magic on them and try and build them up to something more than they don't already, they don't need it is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. It so. may, it may work in, in, uh, like for your buddies, you know, like we all, we all challenge each other. Yeah. That's what men need. Men need to be challenged. Uh, and that's how we develop as men. But yeah, women don't need that. That's they, interesting. We just need to appreciate everything that they already have. I feel like we're going to get Sam Schrollmeyer back on the show for like some comments on this one because we should really have her here, you know? Yeah, yeah. it would be just really interesting to have a woman's perspective. <laughs> what? A woman's what? <laughs> I can't talk. None of us talk. Um, yeah, Sam, when you listen to this one, give us, a, give us a message, right? Let us know what you think. Or anyone. <laughs> yeah, or anyone, really, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting, dude, because I don't know. I definitely tried to challenge my last girlfriend and tried to – Pusher, mm. you know maybe yeah. it's not what she needed yeah yeah i think maybe they don't receive that the same way us men do that's a good point you know i mean that's uh i also read the book the five love languages i didn't know about that for a long time and you know once i read that that kind of helped my ability to appreciate women interesting did you just yeah. refer back to our books episode that just released like this week yeah go Hey-o. listen to the books episode i think we mentioned it and <clears throat> talk about it just a little bit yeah uh, nice. Yeah. I and nice. So, like, you know, I talk about appreciating um, and respecting women, praising women. That's just not not just your significant other, but also all of the women in your life. You know, your sisters, your mom. Uh, you know, mothers are pretty much the glue that holds the family together most of the time. So, if you're listening to this, just text or call your mom or your sisters. And just let them know how much you appreciate them. I feel like we're going to need to do another one for fathers. 
Father's Day <laughs> episode. Screw those people. <laughs> I know my dad's got to listen to this and reach out like, thanks a lot, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Fred. No, dad. <laughs> He's going to say, hey, I love your pops. It. I got hosed again. <laughs> now, that, that's a good point. You know, like, I've never thought about that until just now because I don't reflect on it as much as you do. So maybe that's definitely a lesson that I've learned. Whoa. Yeah. See, so, yeah, it kind of flowed organically right there. But, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's a good point, man. And uh, my example, I've definitely failed that in my last relationship because I was like, hey, like, why don't you go to school? Like, why don't you go full time? You know, like, Mm -hmm. you don't need this money. I'm going to support you. Like, why don't you just why don't you just go full force? Like me and you send it. Hell yeah, dude. Let's do it. Let's go. Like, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, like I need to push myself. Maybe she doesn't want to, you know, like maybe not all women respond to the way you would, like you're saying. So that's interesting. Talon, do you have any experience with that? Yeah, so, I mean, what you guys are kind of talking about is, is, like, you're trying to enact some kind of influence on people. Like, you, what you think is the appropriate move, to, like, they don't have to agree with that. So, like, you, you might be trying to force something upon them that they just completely disagree with, but they might be unhappy and go along with it because it's coming from you. So, you just have to be careful with that. Um, and, I mean, to me, I think the a lot of things with relationships is just, like, a lot of people try and it's tough to explain but i think a lot of people try and like win in relationships like say such like people are arguing or something people want to win in an argument Mm. or people and when that happens people start attacking um some like they start kind of attacking like their your downfalls like your weaknesses kind of yeah like they're they're self-conscious like these people people are self-conscious everyone's self-conscious so when people get in those arguments and they just don't don't attack the the other person you don't have to win in a relationship or anything like that you guys are in this together there's not a winner there's not a loser just and accept if you're wrong accept if you did something immature just accept your downfalls and don't try and bring that upon someone else and try and make them feel bad or look bad because you're self-conscious about yourself yeah 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 yeah. if you're if you're in that kind of like argument it's it's hard to would you would you say you try to detach from the from the argument if you're in that emotionally heightened state? Yeah, you just have to. I mean, at at some point, you just have to call it off and yeah. just be like, just walk walk away from each other for a little bit because, like I said, once you get in that emotional state, someone's gonna get hurt at that and, point. You just yeah, have you just have to stop. Each of you, if you're in an argument, both sides feel like they are a hundred percent right. You know, yeah. as as long as they have good morals and everything. You think you're right, so you need to try to detach from that situation and be like, hey, what are we actually arguing about? And then, yeah, let your ego aside. Like, put your ego aside and like, just... why are we even arguing? Yeah, let's yeah go exactly. Get, let's go on a date. Why are we arguing? Let's go do something fun. <laughs> exactly. Just hug for 20 seconds. Yeah. yeah. My grandma, she's probably the most important woman in my life. Uh, I love her so much. She's perfect. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, you met her. <laughs> yeah. Um, she gave me the best advice ever, and it works every time she says when you're in an argument and you're you know you're right but you're just not getting your point across they're not seeing eye to eye just be like you're right and it ends the argument you're like you're right i know yeah, yeah i see where you're coming from you're right and they're like wait what <laughs> <laughs> but guess what even if you still believe you're right who cares that argument's over you can go on that date now yeah yeah it's a, it's a fight not worth fighting exactly yeah you know granted there are fights that are worth fighting sometimes but you get over it you know Another rule I live, I live by this rule, no matter who it is and how big the fight is. Never go to bed angry because you never know what's, what's going to happen. 
you might not wake up the next day. So I always live by that. I've got a tattoo that says never goodbye, right? So to me, that's like, you know, always end on a good note. Like something might happen. You never know. So I never go to bed angry and I, I never say goodbye. I always say see you later because, you know, you never know. Bye for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bye for now. Exactly. Um, but it's cool. So my grandma's a genius. She's taught me many things. I love her so much. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I didn't do that necessarily much in my last relationship. Uh, I did use my grandma's trick a lot. And I was just like, you're right. You know, like if we ever did get in a fight, I'd, it, w- it wouldn't be long. It would be like, you know, an hour max. I'd be like, you, I see where you're coming from. You're right. I understand you. I know you're not getting my point, but that's okay. Like, we'll just move on. We're happy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We didn't argue that much. That was nice. Until yep. it eventually ended because of me. But, you know, that's a, another episode. Check out Brandon's episode. Go listen to the past episode. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. So, Joe, like, what have you worked on in relationships? What have you noticed? Some things that worked well for you. Um, so, yeah. Um, I was in a long-distance relationship for about five years, I told you guys. Um, so, I didn't really have to worry too much about arguing and everything. Because, you know, we weren't always in each other's way. It was We were spent more time apart. But, um... One thing I like to do to keep the relationship healthy would be to, you know, take her out on dates. Um, this was also a bit of my downfall. Uh, so I did take uh, my ex-girlfriend out on some nice dates. We went to a place in Philly called, uh, what is it, Longwood Gardens. Um, That's a nice place. That was a, yeah, I think it was you who recommended it to me, actually. Uh, anyone who's on the East Coast, if you have a significant other, I would highly recommend it. Um Especially in the wintertime. It's like a garden place where they will hang up a lot of uh, holiday lights and everything like that. It's pretty like botanical sweet. garden? It is botanical garden. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. nice. But it's like yeah. the best in the country, I think. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You ever it's see that show Treehouse Masters? Yeah. Yeah. He built two treehouses there. Oh, oh dude, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a nice day place. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Yes. Very nice spot. But uh, going back to it, um, I believe I also... That's one point I struggle with because I think that was just kind of like one of my that one in particular place that I took her it was probably like one of the best that I've done. I didn't take her out too much. I wasn't super thoughtful, right? I know we were talking about uh, what I did to keep it healthy, but I think what I could have done better was think more about kind of her, right? And think about where I could take her something that's special, kind of like emotionally mm. connect to her more. Yeah. And I struggle with that because I kind of. I was more on the lazy side, you know? So you weren't really was, pursuing her. I, I guess you could say that. I think, you know, I was more of just a homebody at the time. Um, more of a Minecraft bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, we can go with that, no doubt. <laughs> Actually, it was Battlefield at the time. Anyway, so that was definitely my struggle was not trying to, you know, get out and, like, explore more with her. Um, I think we did go on a few other dates, um, but not as much as I think I should have. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like... Think about what she wants, you know, not necessarily right. what you want. I will talk about that when it comes back to me. But yeah, to go along with that um, about the dating. So, yeah, just pursuing, pursuing her, you know, you you have to keep on thinking about what's next. Like, what's the next date idea? Keep stuff fresh. Just, yeah. Keep keep things exciting. Let her know that you are putting a lot of thought into this, mm-hmm. you know, never just never just get in into that rut that i think complacency that you were in yeah, yeah. exactly right and always you always want to keep putting forth effort you know yeah 
I think that's the biggest thing is at least putting in the effort into it. Maybe your ideas honestly suck. Maybe you suck at date <laughs> ideas. <Yeah>. But <laughs> at, at least if you show that you're putting effort into it, I think that that really projects onto the other person and they really understand where you're coming from. Like, yeah, the dates suck, but man, this person cares about me. Yeah, and that's right. all that really matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. It, it's think... like... Oh, go ahead, Joe. All right, cool. Um, I think it's also kind of don't be materialistic with it right because like i could spend a whole bunch of money on her i could take her out to dinner i could buy her an xbox which i've done a lot but you bought that's a lot not of very... xboxes yeah for a lot of xboxes <laughs> yes she wanted <laughs> so many i bought 17 xboxes for her. no, <laughs> nah, I, I bought her an xbox i took her out to dinner a lot but you know those aren't ideas that take a lot of you know thought you know it's just like hey let's go out to eat right. okay it's like there's not much specialty behind it it's uh you gotta like think, you know, what can I do to like emotionally connect? And like you were saying, Jared, you actually gotta pursue, try, and like think about something. Yeah, and if you like, it's okay, you know, some girls like materialistic items more than others. Some find a lot of values in receiving gifts, which is one of the love languages. Mm-hmm. But, I still, oh, sorry, Jared. <laughs> but you know, if you get her a gift like an Xbox, you can't say you can't say to yourself like, oh, I got her an Xbox. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Like, exactly. it doesn't stop there. It's constant. Yeah. You're constantly pursuing her. That's what women want. Yeah. Yep. I, say, I, still think, I still think there was, like, um, you know, you, you mentioned in books the power of moments. I think yeah. um, that moments are more special than things. Like, even to, even to people who do find a lot of value in things, I think they'll find more value in those special moments. And, like, when you put a lot of thought into a moment rather than to buying, a you know, some kind of object, whether it's an Xbox or a necklace or earrings or whatever, like, they'll appreciate that and they'll love that. But I think what they'll love even more is when you go out of your way to do something special. And I, right. I got something to say. Like, for example, say, you know, we talked about how I have, like, one little object from everywhere I go, right? Mm-hmm. And say you are materialistic, right? Not necessarily a bad thing. But say you take your girlfriend on a date to, for me, say I went to Norway with my girlfriend, right? And I buy a little troll figurine or something from Norway, just one little thing. That is that material thing, but it also sparks the memories of that vacation that we took together. So mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to yeah. be a necklace. It doesn't have to be something expensive. It could be like one little object that they look at. Like Tony said, how you, how you associate things with other experiences you've had. I think that's a good idea, especially if, like, one person focuses more on the experiences. They want those memories, but the other person might be more about receiving gifts and the more materialistic person. It's a great balance. You can go experience these things with each other, and then you can give them a gift for them to remember. And, I mean, it's a win-win. Exactly. So I did this when I brought my ex back home with me to Delaware. Uh, I took her to the beach and everything. We went through this bookstore, and I knew exactly what kind of books she liked. And, you know, I I brought her to the section because I had been there before. Obviously, it's where I'm from. But, uh... And so she looked at the books. I was like, oh, what wouldn't interest you? And she, like, took a few hours. She's like, oh, I like this, but it's a little too expensive. I probably won't get it. I was like, okay, cool. So I walked to the next aisle over, and then she walked over to meet me, and then I walked back to the aisle and took pictures of all the books she liked. <laughs> and then that yeah. was her Christmas gift that year. I got her all the books she picked out. Good like, job. Huge brain. Nice. So, you know, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's something like that. So then she probably threw them all out now. I don't blame her. But <laughs> um, at the time, <laughs> you know, she could pick that book up or look at it on the shelf and be like, I remember the beach in Delaware with Chris. Like uh, what the thought it took to go back and yeah. buy those books for me. Like it was nice. It's powerful. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a good compromise, right? It's materialistic, but also experience related. So I feel like that's right. the healthiest way to go about stuff. And that's what I typically t- try to do. For now, sure. one thing, 
we talked about Joey. Joey said something about not necessarily thinking about what she would want, right? Um, right. So, and I mentioned this in my breakup episode, right? I mentioned it as like a red flag, and it was it wasn't a red flag, but <clears throat> what I could have done is I, you know, we'd always take vacations together, and it'd always be where I wanted to go. And I, she would always mention, I was like, no, you're wrong. Like I always go where you want to go. I never did. I never went where she <laughs> wanted to go. But anyway, that's something I could have worked on. So in the future, you know, like thinking about what would make them happy. So say she, she was a beach person. I was a mountain person. And we always went to the mountains. We always went cold places. Definitely think about what would be more important to that, to that girl or that significant other in your life, because that means a lot more. That shows you're taking that initiative. You, you're thinking about them, right? You're putting so much thought into this date or vacation, anything, right? So say you sacrifice your mountains to go to a beach. And I should have done that more, you know? That's something I could work on and I will work on from now on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind that's of good. like also just empathetic because yeah. you, I mean, everyone, no one's cookie cutter. Everyone's different. So the person you're in a relationship with, they're just as complicated as yourself. So everything that you're thinking and wanting, they also have their own experiences and everything. So you just have to think about that. I mean, want to go, like, you have to imagine it's like, oh, what if I didn't get, didn't get to go to the mountains this time and they forced me to go to the beach? You have to experience, you have to think how they're feeling and create a balance with that yeah compromise yeah, is one of the most might... important parts yep yes uh, maybe you might enjoy the beach you know like i find myself i was never a beach person but this past year i spent like the whole month of september back home and now i want to go back to the beach in delaware because it was cool because our buddy greg he'll be on here one day um he had a beach house down there and he showed me a part of delaware like i i hate that place but he showed me a part <laughs> i enjoyed and now I find myself like wanting to go back. And that's when I took my ex back there as we went to that spot and she really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that's something I could work on. Maybe I Hell might yeah, like brother. it. You never know. Yeah. But while we're, while we're on the topic of dates, uh, I think it's important to mention that some people are very indecisive. So when it comes to like, here's a bottom line, when it comes to going on a date, you know, she probably doesn't care about where you're actually going so say you have like three places lined up or you're like picking wine in a restaurant you know she probably doesn't really care it's more about the time with you and the time that you two are spending together so if you're one of those indecisive people which i have been in the past just make a decision just pick just, it what do you mean you have been in the past send it <laughs> okay i still am i'm, I'm working on it maybe though. your relationship with your girlfriend's a little bit better than your relationship with me because <laughs> you take a long time to decide stuff <laughs> I think we've all been there. Hey, Jared, what do you think about this? Hmm. How long did what it take you? What does you, that mean? <laughs> how long did it take you guys to decide to go to, to Amateur sure. Coffee this morning? That was good, man. It oh, it was immediately? Like, you guys are, were on the same well, wavelength? I, I, I called him last night. I said, we go to Amateur, we go to Culprit. And he said, ah, hmm. I was like, uh-huh. I'll tell you what, buddy. I'll pick you up in the morning. We'll decide when we get in the car. Oh, I was, uh, I was looking happens. at other places. And then yeah. this morning, got yeah. in the car. And you're like, hey, where, you, where are we going? And I told you immediately. Yeah. Nice. It was a bro date. Oh. It was nice. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Take Joey's <laughs> advice and send coffee. it. Yes. Just yeah. send it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to a place. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, actually kind of talking about coffee, one other thing I did right in my relationship uh, is I'm not trying to brag or anything, but this is how it stayed healthy, right? So, so just little pointers. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> shut up, Randy. You haven't had a girlfriend for like years. No. Um, shut up. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> Dang, shots <man>. fired. <laughs> Get them right he's, just, he's just choosing to not settle, you know? I'm going to yeah. fly out there and bitch slap your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hostility. Anyway, um, so while I was dating my girlfriend, my ex at the time, um, we, 
I was going to school, so I would wake up early on the weekends and grind out homework, you know. Um, so a good idea. I did this almost every week because I would always get a coffee and start. Like I would take my entire Saturday to do the week's worth of homework. Um, so just a little technique I would do, a little something cute, a little something, something. I would wake up early, about 7 or 8 o'clock, go to Starbucks right down the road, get myself a coffee and get a second one without even asking her. And, you know, I'd come back. I'd be starting my homework. I'd be drinking my coffee. She'd wake up, and there'd be a coffee right next to her on the end table. Oh, like, man. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah, how that's nice. I dream of waking up. Yeah. <laughs> See, bro, I mean, take me to just dinner get married. First. I'm going to have a sleepover at your place, and you better I better wake up to coffee. <laughs> and the wise words of Blink-182, surprises let me know she cares. So. Yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> hey, nice. Oh, Chris, I've stayed like at your it. place for a total of, like, 10 days over the last couple of years, and I've never woken up with a coffee next to me. That shows your relationship. You also never cuddled me. <laughs> oh, we can uh, do that. Give and take. We can do that. Let me know next time. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about soft. dating. Um, we've talked a lot about dating. I feel like another important thing to note is the relationship that your significant other has with their family. And I know to some people, family's not quite as important. You know, some people don't really get along with their family I as mean. much. But... Pay attention to how your significant other treats their family and pay attention to those relationships because, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about long-term relationships and like getting married eventually and everything. So eventually you're going to marry the family as well. So pay attention and try to like mirror their, how significant their family is to them and try to mirror that to yourself as well. So try to get to know their family and not just, not just like introductions, not just only talk to them, you know, when you're forced to, but actually try to, again, I'm going to use the word pursue, try to pursue them as well, you know, get to know more about them. And then you'll also learn more about your significant other. You're, You're a great example at this, Jared. You picked up World of Warcraft because I did your girlfriend's family plays World of Warcraft. I spent time with them. Nice. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Can you talk about how like it's, when you told me this, what I'm about to say, I thought like, wow, that's that's weird. But and honestly is what every relationship needs. You came to us and you said, Yeah, my girlfriend and I sat down and we came to each other with the things we're not meeting and we're not living up to our yeah. expectations with. And you had that conversation, and then you were—you guys were just blunt about it. But it was a tough conversation, I tell you what. Yeah, you came no. back. So can I just can I tell the people? Yeah, go ahead. Sweet. So he comes to us, and he's like, "Yeah, my girlfriend said I'm not really like associating myself with her family as much as she would like me to, like trying to get to know them and stuff like that." And I was like, "Damn, that's cold." But that's exactly what she wanted. She wanted you to be part of that family, and like that makes so much sense. And the fact that she told you that and didn't just let it like, you know, brew in the yeah. back of her head like this guy what is he doing like why isn't he doing this and then like just questioning it right she came out she told you what she expects of you and you're either going to meet that or you're not and i'm i'm, I'm guessing you're meeting it now yeah or at least uh, trying. i haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to spend time with her family yeah. since then um but i mean if you know me i'm you might not be able to tell from the podcast but if you know me you know that i'm an introvert you know i it's not easy for me to talk to people especially people that i don't really know yeah you're very quiet so this was a big challenge for me it's something that i just wasn't naturally doing um and after having that conversation i'm you know i see how important it is to her and i also realized to myself like 
yeah, this is actually important. And now a part of me like internally wants to do it. Like I'm internally motivated because Mm -hmm. I see how important it actually is. And again, what matters is the effort that you put into it because she can see you are an introvert. So she can see it's really difficult for him. He might not be meeting that yet, but he's really trying. And that's what matters to them at the end of the day. Yeah. That's the effort that you're putting into it. And I, I think it's interesting because with someone like that who with, with your girlfriend whose family is really important to versus like Chris, he wants a girl that is like a moved away from their family and kind of is independent from them. Yes. So, yeah. It's to me, I struggle with that, dude. I struggle so much. Like my ex is from here. Her family's here. They've never left. They've born and raised here, right? Yeah. I'm not like I've been transplanted here. I'm not from here. And I, to me, I build bonds with someone who's in the same spot that I am, right? So they re- like we rely on each other. Not I guess not rely is the word because that's codependency, right? But like enjoy each other and not have that, that interference of like, well, everything's going to be your family because I'm here, right? So like yeah. every holiday I would spend that with her family because they're from here. Right. right. I would rather have an experience of our own, create our own memories, our own like family, air quotes, would you say? Like, you know, we do our own thing because mm-hmm. um, to me, family isn't, I don't want to say not important. It is important to me. However, I, you know, I build longer lasting relationships and stronger bonds with people when it's just me and you and like against the world, you know, like we, yeah. we get through it together. We get through life together as one. Yeah. And I get that. And it was a shock for me meeting her because she's actually one of the first people I've met in this area since I moved here that actually has quite a bit of family around here and their family is close. So that was a shock to me. And I just want, speaking about appreciation and everything, I just want to praise her for a second. Like that's, I see how she interacts with her family and they haven't always been this close, but she does such a good job and it's inspiring just to see her interacting with them and just see how much they care about each other because that's not something that I see all the time, especially being moved away. You know, I moved away from home at 18 years old. So it's just, yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. I mean, my parents aren't divorced or anything, but we, we've never really had that. And Joe, you can talk on this a little bit too. And Randy, you know my family pretty well too. Yeah. Um, We've never really had, like we never went on family vacations. We don't like talk to each other about like, relationships or money or stuff like that like our family isn't deep rooted and open like that we're kind of keep to ourselves and like at least i rely on my friends to vent to that stuff about does that make sense yeah i I know growing up i'm in the same boat with that too yeah i know growing up um like i saw this one one of my friends he would talk to his dad about all his girlfriends and like what's going on and like how it's not working or how it is working and like his dad would give him advice and like just talk to him like a friend and like it's not just my dad. Like, it's just my family. We don't have that kind of connection. And to see when people actually have that connection with their family, it's, it's surreal to it's me. I don't, I don't like, I don't need it. I'm, I'm used to not having it. So when I do see that, I just think it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not like I'm missing it though. Right. Yeah. No, but it's same. hard to relate the two at the same time. It is very hard to yeah. relate to. And I think that's part of that reason why I want like an independent person in a relationship, you know, because I don't, I've never had, that family connection kind of yeah yeah i would say i i'm definitely more inclined to reach out to friends like i reach out to you guys before i reach out to people in my family about stuff yeah so yeah i'd back that up what would what would randy it's been a while since you've been in the relationship but like 
what are stuff that you know when you do get in one again? Like, what are you going to do that's going to make it work? And what, what are stuff you're going to steer away from? Well, I can definitely talk to the successes of my last, like, serious. So my last serious relationship was in high school. But that was, we had a very mature for our age, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, like, successful relationship, I would say. Um, we dated for almost three years. And that's, I would say for high school, I mean, maybe a little bit more now, but I would say for high school, that's a little bit unheard of where, where you date somebody for that long. Right. And I would say the three biggest things, and we touched on them a little bit before, but the three biggest things to me that made us work were compromise, communication, and trust. And at the end of the day, and I would blame myself for this, compromise and communication were why our relationship failed. Um, and I'll, I just want to use like a, a particular story. Uh, I told, I told why I thought it failed in the breakups episode. So you can check that out. I want to tell a different story on our trust that we had for each other. So when we started dating, I found out after all this was said and done, but I found out this other girl that we were friends with liked me and she wanted to date me and she would always come to me or she would go to my girlfriend at the time and say, you know, like, like if we were hanging out with somebody else. Um, they'd be like, Hey, Randy's hanging out with Melissa today. And it's like, Oh gosh. Yeah. And like, and we did that. Like I had like girlfriends that I hung out with and she had guy friends that she hung out with. And like, we were cool with that. And communication was a big part of that. Like it was never a secret. Like I'd tell her like, you know, Hey, I'm hanging out with, you know, Amy today, you know, whatever. So it wasn't like a big deal, but like every time, you know, I would hang out with a different girl or she would hang out with a different guy. This girl would come to the other one and, uh, or, you know, whichever one of us it wasn't. And to be like, hey, you know she's hanging out with this one today? Or, you know he's hanging out with that one today? And we were like, yeah, like, whatever. It's it's fine. And it was it would be funny because we would text each other about it. And we would, it got to the point where we would actually kind of laugh about it. Because, it's an inside joke about this other person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, who's, who's trying to ruin you, yeah. Yeah, just some toxic person. <laughs> yeah, like, so I would, I would, you know, she would say something to me. And I would be like, oh, did you get a text today about who I'm hanging out with? And she'd be like, LOL, yep, yep heard all about it. <laughs> so uh, funny. it was funny. But, like, the reason that it worked so well was because we had that trust there where it was like, I know nothing's going on. Like, I don't – there's no thought in the back of my mind where I think anything's going on right now. Like, I know she's hanging yeah. out with this person. It's not a big deal. She knows I'm hanging out with this person. It's not a big deal. And I think that's a big part of it. And like being able to trust the other person in your relationship and even like not even so much as far as trust, but giving that other person the benefit of the doubt, like just because they're hanging out with, you know, like girls are allowed to have friends who are guys and guys are allowed to have friends who are girls. Like it's fine just because they're hanging out with somebody else. Like my best friend is a girl. Like it's fine. Yeah. Right. Um, That goes back to being like people being self-conscious too, because I mean, if they're self-conscious and they're like, oh, he's hanging out with another girl, they might, yeah, it might make them feel weird. But as long as they still have that trust yeah. at the end of the day, they're still okay with it. Exactly. Right. I th- so I think I that's the biggest part. Like that, that is, to me, I would say that is the biggest part is you have to be able to trust the person that you're with. Yeah. I, I get where people kind of lose that trust as well um, in the situations where someone gets cheated on. Right. Um, it makes it super hard for them to trust, you know, another person like say you know the girl gets cheated on and uh her new boyfriend is going out to hanging out with some other girls it makes it very hard for them to trust and 
that's always a sad story. Absolutely, but that's so. also where communication, that's where communication comes into play. Like when I start right, exactly. when I do, you know, eventually find another girlfriend, I'm going to be upfront about it and just be like, "Hey, like, you know, this is this is my best friend, she's a girl." You know, tell them right off the bat so it's not like a surprise so they're like, "Who's this Katie person you're texting all the time?" It's like right. it means nothing. We're just friends. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a good uh, point to establish. So, right? uh, and again, I, uh, I think that's why communication is a big part of it too. Because you know, how would you rather her find out? Would you rather tell her that, or would you rather her, you know, just happen to see your phone the one day and be like, "Who's this person? That's you know, who's this Katie that has you have all these messages from?" Yeah, because then you get right. self conscious and be like, "Well, huh? Hmm. And then hmm, what's going? Yeah. What's huh. going on?" <laughs> and especially that's the maturity in the relationship, though. Like what Jared had with your girlfriend, you sit down and you have those hard t- conversations, and it's really it's difficult to do it. But yeah. if you guys are both mature individuals, you can have those conversations. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you are being a little sketch, and you get called out on it. It's like, <laughs> damn. I should yeah. stop because I value this relationship that I'm in. Right. Damn you, right? Damn you, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You call me out on it, but just and don't lie. I mean, girls, girls are psychic, dude. Girls are psychic. They will dude, know. Yeah, women are smart. <laughs> superpowers. So that Mark Groves guy, create the love on Instagram. You know, we share his stuff all the time on our Instagram. My boy's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he he talks a lot about this stuff, a lot about relationships, and does like courses on it and like breakup recovery and stuff like that. Uh, the guy's really smart. Wicked, you would say. Um. <laughs> But he mentioned about this, and he, he talks about how, you know, you get into a relationship, and maybe not, like, the first date you don't say this because it's a little creepy. But, like, you know, when you start getting serious, you would be like, hey, you know, I've, I've, had, I've been cheated on, so I feel a little insecure sometimes. I just want to let you know so, like, you see where I'm coming from. And I, I want you to know why, how I got hurt in previous relationships, and I want to build that trust with you, and I want to make things work this time. So... So yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to you know start a relationship and just not tell them your past, right? You, you want to have them understand where you're coming from, and maybe that'll prevent them from like sneaking behind your back, like texting this girl. Like Randy said, he's got a best friend that's a girl. So instead of texting her and like maybe just not telling her right off the bat, and then she finds that phone, that triggers that trust issue, right? right. Now you have a barrier up. Instead of like he said, he's a perfect example, right? As soon as he starts dating another girl, he's gonna be like, hey, look. This is my best friend. Don't worry about anything. Like, we're just friends. She's married, right? Yes. So, and with a child you know, on the way. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> but I mean, that's really important. That conversation it has to happen for your relationship to be healthy. It just has to. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you hold stuff and you second guess things. And you know, even I had that in my relationship. Um, I just second guessed a lot of things and didn't speak my mind when I should have, and she should have, should have as well. So that's definitely something we learned from, and it's important. But, Jared, you were mentioning something about ego. Yeah, so to go along with trust and everything, I feel like it's important to check your ego. And part of being in a relationship is realizing, at least for us men, that you can't fill every role in her life. You You can't complete everything that she needs in her life. And, you know... There might be like a father figure in her life that's a really good mentor or if you go to church, maybe like a really, really good pastor. And you realize you can't be all those things. You know, she's going to find value in some other men. Now, I'm not saying that she's spending a lot of one on one time with these people, but people that she looks up to, 
You know, you got to drop your ego. And this is probably my final big, my big final point is check your ego, man. Like, you know, there's a reason that she chose you and what she might see in another man, like another role model or something. Just know that maybe that's not you. And I I think what you're saying can be easily misconstrued. You're not talking about another guy your age good looking handsome like that she's spending time no. with alone you're talking about people she looks up to yeah 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 exactly yeah you can't you can't just fill every need yeah because that could get a little sketch if she's spending some one-on-one time <laughs> with another person her age good looking you know then you start questioning <laughs> yeah, no, then that's... you have that tough conversation what's going on <laughs> <laughs> but i mean again that's if you have any second guesses right you gotta you gotta just confront it don't let it stew yeah that's how explosions happen and arguments and then you just say you're right like me and maybe that's not the best solution and then stuff just continues to stew and then you just explode one day again yeah that's how you become bitter and just yeah you don't want to you don't want to hold things in better to get everything out on the table and just clean up you know right come clean that's what i meant hell yeah brother and i think that's that's tough because we've talked about i guess like being a man in the past um on episodes and everything but like you need to open up. You need to open up as an individual. Don't hold things back. It doesn't matter your whole life if if you if you've been told like, "Hey, guys, don't talk about these things." Ignore that. You need to you need to be mature and you need to you need to give what you expect the other person to to give to you. So you just you need to have those conversations. Got to reciprocate it, right? Yep. Reciprocate. Talon knows he made it, it work. I was yeah. going to say as a married man here, do you have all these tough conversations and everything as yeah, well? Yeah, do you? That's interesting. Do you? Yeah. I am a very open person. I don't like holding things back. Really? Yeah. Nice. So when Gabby spends like... Talon, don't play uh, no shit. A hundred bucks <laughs> on something, would you yell at her like you yell at me for spending a hundred dollars on something? I don't yell at her, but I'm just like, hey, I saw that there's a charge on this card. It's like, you need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do it like right there on the spot. I'm just like, what was that exactly? If you could it's just like, oh, not do that $100 again, hundred dollars at Target? Great. You spent twenty dollars on a leather notebook. Are you dumb? <laughs> Chris Guess is talking what? about himself. That right leather now. notebook came yeah. out cool for that picture we just posted about books. Books. Oh, yeah, I see. yeah, see, it came in handy. Great prop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So write it off. We talked about. We talked about a lot of stuff. You know, again, the, the common theme in all of these episodes basically is communication. You need to not be afraid to have that tough conversation with your significant other, because. You, you really get to know who the people are deep down, right? Like that could expose red flags right there. And then you know it's not the right person. And I think the tough truth is sometimes you don't want to have that realization. Like you want to believe you have what you don't. Um, so, you know, coming clean, like being getting everything off your chest and providing that trust for that significant other is super important. And being being thoughtful. That was another thing we talked about a lot earlier on in the episode is you know, doing what they want. Think about what they would want to see. Think about how you can improve yourself to meet their their needs, right? Um, but also understanding, like Jared said here at the end, you can't be absolutely everything, and that's okay. So hopefully listening to this, you know, maybe have that tough conversation with your significant other or you take this into your next relationship and uh, we drop that divorce rate down even lower. Yeah. 14% too high. <laughs> Appreciate the woman in your life. You know, text your mom, text your significant other, and let them know you appreciate them. Why are we all talking after this? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Maybe we want to remind you to go text your grandma, tell her how awesome I she is. I called my grandma last night. Aw. And so boom goes the dynamite. All right, guys. This has been Lessons Learned. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and go follow our other social media pages linked in the description from all of us here at Lessons Learned. Have a good day and see ya! See ya.